good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, that mo, full furnace, be all out here. What are we quiet for? Well, uh, I was just... anticipating you to continue. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Stress. All right, let's get into it. Actually, before we start, um, just quickly. So I, I, I preached on Sunday, and in the first time in front of both of these guys. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, it's like what a moment. <laughs> Been trouble for like almost ten years, and I'm preaching in front of you guys. I'm so shy. Um, yeah. So how did I do? Man, I mean, I, I think I said afterwards. Yeah, you, you did. You did well. You. Your storytelling, the same way you do with your poetry, comes through mm. when you're when you're preaching. And um, yes. I felt you had a unique perspective. I used mm. perspective intentionally because you talked about having a forced perspective. Um, and I think you 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 stayed on theme. You didn't waffle. It was like I could follow your thread. Your yeah. your um yeah your train of thought. Um, and yeah, most importantly, you went heretic. So yeah, yes. there were no red flags. Yeah, yeah. I sure. agree with everything that Peter said. Um, I agree with everything that Peter said. I think um, what I would add to it is um, I sensed your nerves. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I sensed your nerves. Um, it may it may not have been widely sensed but i sense your nerves um and i i would like to see you get to a space where there's a lot more free flow in your message everyday free flow come on come i'm happy just reading bro nah that's and that's the thing is like yeah reading is um can be a safety zone, can be a safety blanket. Um, and I like being safe. And also, I, I don't, I, I don't want to ever preach and then later on down the line or two days later, I'm like, oh man, I forgot to say this. Oh, so that's, so like, one thing that I have used for that is bullet pointing the, the highlights that I really want to, to mention. But then but having you also think, uh, yeah, don't, don't you think that's more a stylistic thing? It may be a stylistic thing. Mm. And I was wondering if um, the nerves and the reading influenced each other, if that makes sense. Mm. I, also don't like, um, I also don't like public speaking. It's not my thing. Okay, so, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm like, yes, I'm safe here. I can do it. Yeah, I hear that. And But in saying those two points, it doesn't negate what Peter mentioned in terms of the consistency, the flow, like just the uh, perspective and everything that you said, like our vibes with all of it, I really enjoyed. I actually really enjoyed the combination between yourself and Drea, because I felt oh. like the, um, you lot, you lot kind of came with the one-two combination sort of situation mm. where Drea came with like this buffet of scriptures for us to kind of take. That's that's exactly how I describe it. And <laughs> um, wait, what are you going through right now? Just take just yeah, literally, just, literally. Go. Um, you, you know, like some Bibles at the front of it, they're like, oh, are you struggling with anxiety? Here are some scriptures oh, for you. Gideon's, you Bible, Gideon's, isn't it? Those, those <laughs> New Testament ones, yeah. Um, and then when you came, you also came with almost like this little uh, salad bowl of, of scriptures as well. Because you, you drew from different places along the same theme, um, drawing out different things. Um so both of you came with like a handful of scriptures and it worked really well. And so, yeah, I like the consistency of the way you preach, but also in the, the synergy between yourself and your wife. Um, and yeah, just one, just, so I guess mine is more so a curiosity of how would, how would Robert be without the notes or not reading and without the nerves, Robert will not be preaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. I noticed yeah. nerves up front, 
in that I just wanted you know you know first time in a while doing it and, mm. you know, but then I felt you, you sort of got into it and then I thought you also did a really good job of not not reading like not getting stuck behind the page and just reading yeah, it yeah, out yeah, to people yeah, like yeah. you were still engaging um even if it was yeah. all written out and I, I think I, I wondered if it's more that stylistically you um I felt it was yeah yeah yeah, it may it may very well be a stylistic thing, um, but yeah, I tend to feel that when you, and again, it could be a, <clears throat> I could be very wrong in this perspective, but when we deviate from the page, there is a lot more room for things to kind of slip in that we weren't necessarily thinking about, or for God to kind of like slip things in. But also, you could just deviate from your point in a tangent that you didn't anticipate going down and that. <laughs> going down a whole rabbit hole um so yeah for me it's very much just like being structured but leaving room for the holy spirit to still do what he's trying to do um so yeah but as i said for me that was just almost like curiosity oh i wonder how he would be if if nerves wasn't particularly there how would it flow if he yeah but it doesn't take away from the message um and and what you you preached so yeah, man. Thanks. Oh, good job, wife too. High five. High five. Thank Given given you set that up and uh, given Mo had a a lot to say, he's on next week. So yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We're gonna <laughs> see where. Or, uh... next <laughs> I mean, if I don't, if I don't turn up to podcast, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're a good preacher, though. I think I've heard you preach yeah. twice now. And yeah. You're really good. Just, 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 just don't use so many colloquialisms. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when, when I was like, "Oh, am I tapped?" James looked at me like, <laughs> literally just walking through the door. James looked at me like, "Are you really saying that?" <laughs> so yeah, I mentioned her name when she walked through the doors. Hello. Hello. Hi, James. Cool. Yeah. I think most. I think most of the hot seat this week. Yeah, yeah, bring it, bring it, bring it. Oh no, I think it's me. Is it you? It was me last week. So yeah, because normally I follow you and Mo follows me. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just checking my notes so real quick. Just because I also didn't prepare anything, so yeah. <laughs> I, I was in the hot seat. <laughs> I literally thought I was in the hot seat. Oh, I don't have the notes from the last one. Alright, cool, cool. Yeah, Mo can go in the hot seat. Cool. Alright, shall I go first then so you can think of a question? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Alright. So you know how you're supposed to go to the dentist every so often because it's good for <laughs> your health and you're supposed to get your blood yeah. all of that. You know, keep keep the body good. Um how often do you think or would you prescribe that Christians fast as a practice to help keep that spiritual body up? Mm-hmm. Ew! Ew! X-rated! Ew! 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 Not safe for work. <coughs> I did not see anything. We know it's up on Mozo on the stream. Like my wife gave me a kiss on my forehead. Yeah. And, it, and then there's like saliva coming from the lips off, off, off the head like... <laughs> <laughs> you watch too much anime, fam. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what kind of anime you've been watching, boy. Because <laughs> i never seen that before. <laughs> that, was a good flip. that was a good flip. That was a good flip. You know what? Yeah, it's mad. Gems would, Gems would walk in on me watching an anime. And for some bizarre reason, every time she walks in, it's like a romantic part. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, yeah. you're better watching all these romantic... I'm like, they were just fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, having to, I'm having to justify the anime. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one walks in on bush when uh, Ichigo's fighting like uh, Korra. They just walk in when Orihime is running. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're looking at you like you're the perv. This mm. is just the one scene. Um, so, what was your question again? Uh, how often share the Christian fast as part of a healthy Christian lifestyle? Oh, okay. Christian fast. Um, so, that's an interesting one. Um... I don't, I don't think I can prescribe it. So I, I know pastors who are like, I fast on a weekly basis. Um, 
dedicate that time to God. I tried to follow that and I realized it, it got to a point where I wasn't fasting, I was just starving myself because I wasn't dedicating time to, I wasn't, I was just starving myself for the day. And then I would just binge eat at the end of the day and just kind of continue going. Um, I know even in, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, God is like, oh, you, you think you're, you're fasting onto me, but that's not, that's not the fast I require, the fast I require for you to do righteousness, to do justice, to, to take care of the widows and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's not, it's not against the, the religious people fasting, but it was, they had a different, they had the wrong attitude to fasting. They had the wrong to fast and they thought them denying themselves food was pleasing unto God. But God was like, no, there's a deeper reason, a meaning behind fasting. And it's actually to um, to do my will, to seek and to do my will. Um, and so what I would say is, um, yes, there should be intentionality around fasting. Um, it shouldn't be prescriptive in that you should fast like twice a week or once a week or whatever. Rather, it should be discerned for you as an individual or for you as a church, um, which would um, require sensitivity to how the Holy Spirit is leading you to be a case of, okay, I sense the Holy Spirit leading me to fast this week. Mm. Boom, let's do that. Um and if you haven't felt the Holy Spirit calling you to fast for a long time, then you're skipping out on them, on them promptings. Like go to God and be like, "Yo, yeah, like, um, let me know or lead me into a fast in the right time and stuff like that." Um, and I say that for you, for both individuals and as a church body um to kind of stand together in in fast and stuff um for the corporate body so yeah i'll say it's not prescriptive it's more discerned um there should be a, a rhythm a pattern um and so just yeah let the be sensitive to the holy spirit and how he is leading you to to dedicate yourself um because ultimately we're called to be living sacrifices and so, yeah, have that, cultivate that, that listening ear to the Holy Spirit to know when he's calling you to fast. And it may, it may even be a case of, um, it may not even be a case of like, okay, I'm not going to eat food for a day or two days or whatever. It could be a case of God is calling me away from social media for, for a season or God is calling me away from X or Y. Um, so being sensitive to that, um, fasting is essentially consecration, setting yourself apart, um, denying the flesh that you may hear God more. And God may be saying, you, you might be fine with food, but, um, your addiction to the gym may be, may be the problem. So I may want you to stay away from the gym for a couple of weeks, um, trusting in, um, not trusting in your physical strength, but trusting in his divine power to work through you. Um, so yeah, allowing God to, to determine or allow the Holy Spirit to show you how you ought to consecrate yourself. It could be a Nazarite sort of situation, no wine, no X, no, no Z for a certain period. Um, so yeah, it, it's more so, I would say fasting is more so consecration. And that should be in discernment and nothing should be off the table. Oh. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm happy with that. Anything on that, Peter? Uh, no, no, nothing to add. I think that's really good. Um, discerning when and discerning how, I think we, we normally don't even think about that. But that's, that's really good. Uh, a good answer. Cool. Uh, my question. Uh, Mo. Most men um, struggle with finding the balance between sort of providing for the household, uh, mm. personal development, um, spending time with the family, um, mm. having some sort of uh, habit or hobby 
not have a hobby or leisurely thing that they can do. Um, most men really struggle with trying to find a balance between sort of juggling all of those things. How would you counsel a young man, you know, that's trying to figure that out? Um, so this this question excites me. Um, all right, keep your pants on. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me get the light back on my face. Oh, so um, about men and he gets excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm not thinking I'm not excited thinking about men. I'm, I'm excited thinking about the consistency and managing stuff. Yeah, um, what's up the consistency? <laughs> <laughs> I swear you to my six years old. We are children. <laughs> we are literally children. Oh dear God. Um, so cause, cause I do, um, leadership coaching, um, this is stuff that I have pondered through and I have helped people implement, but also due to my neurodiversity, I find that I need structure. And so it's something I've tried to implement for myself. Um, I am very much an advocate. I am an advocate of, of building habits. Um, and so knowing, knowing like roughly the direction in which you want to go and then building a sustainable um, habit pattern to kind of take you there. Um, and then ideally having one habit that almost is the beginning of the domino. So if I do this habit, I know that it's going to trickle into the next habit, which trickles into the next one, the next one. So it just be- starts a sequence. So I don't need to think about the last habit I just need to think about the first one that I want to do and then it kind of sets the day um so an example is um for most people their habit is I get out of bed and I brush my teeth so the habit isn't necessarily brushing my teeth it's triggered by getting out of bed and then naturally you walk towards brushing your teeth. And so it, it, I would very much say you will need self-awareness. So self-awareness around um, your your working patterns, like your your work hours, what it is you want to do, your family structures, your family um, patterns as, as well, um, your sleeping patterns. Um, if you have hobbies, what times there are and stuff. And so it will take management to kind of have an awareness as to where you are, the things that you're trying to do, an awareness over your energy levels, optimum amount of sleep for you to have. Um, also um, awareness around interactions with your partner your your spouse your children like when how do they enjoy these times and stuff and building a structure in place where it's almost like okay if i want to maintain my physical fitness and it looks like going to the gym it may not look like going to the gym it may look like doing a home workout practically where is the time that that can slot in and then okay if it's going to be a first thing in the morning workout then I could almost plan to wake. This this is where like a 5 a.m. club kind of comes into it. I'll try to wake up at five. Devotional kind of comes into it. Exercise comes into it. Then after exercise, shower. Hopefully by the time I've done all of those things, family will be starting to wake up so I can then have, fam- I can then have breakfast with the family. Um, if I'm going to work, I can then go to work come back if I need to pick up the kids kind of do these things and and then in the evenings it's a case of if there are extra hobbies that I want to do so if it's going to to a fight club or whatever then again trying to structure things in a way that you have almost a timetable a structure of your week of your day um, of your months um, and then that way it's easier to get things done so it's building these habits is is knowing what you want to do and um, knowing when when would be the most ideal times for you to do it? Um, you may not always be able to do it at the ideal times, but if you have these rough structures in place, then sometimes things can be fluid. So it looks like having having self-awareness. What is it that you want to do? Having an overview of everything that you want to do, um, recognizing that you're not an island. You're going to be interacting with different people um, and trying to facilitate space for all of those things to happen um, and being realistic in that um, if I want to wake up at five to go to the gym, 
it may mean that I need to be asleep by nine or 10 o'clock to give my body ample rest, to be able to do these things effectively. Um, and it also means that I need to fuel my body as well. And so you start looking at sleep and nutrition as you do these things to be able to, to make sure that you're able to do these things well. So this is like a general overview, um, but it's, it's very much a case of sitting down either with yourself or with a coach or someone, or just someone to keep you accountable and just kind of lay things out. It could be your spouse, to be fair. Lay things out, have like a, a calendar or schedule between you two. Um, and it's particularly if you are married, um, if you're going about this, you can't think about it as an individual. You almost have to think about facilitating space for your spouse to do the same thing. So it's not just about, I want to go gym five times a week. So you sit at home with the kids while I do that. That's not fair. They need like they need a flexibility and the time to be able to do that as well. If it means getting in a babysitter once a week, at least that has been taken into consideration. But if it also means you're not going to train five times a week or whatever, you're going to do it two, three times a week so that she can also have or he can have some time to do their thing as well. Then at least that concession is in, in, in place to ensure that responsibilities are taken care of, people that are dependent on you are taken care of. Um, and also there's a long-term goal in mind. So it's not just I'm enjoying myself now, but this is also an investment into the marriage for the long term. So we can kind of keep doing this in a sustainable way. So yeah, um, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, and I, 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 the only thing I'd add really is, um, is not not add per se. I think you, you touched on it, but it's being realistic with, and um, yeah, you said self awareness. Being realistic with what you can do. You know, yeah, if that means. Yeah, one thing has to maybe take a a back burner for now. You know, yeah. you've got to seasonize things. Then yeah, yeah, then yeah. do that. But yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I think that's pretty much that's it. definitely key. That's definitely one. Um, you may you may have like a rotation system for your hobbies, mm. for example, as as a practical thing. So you may like to, you may want to do golf, go karting, blah, but it's like bro be easy in it <laughs> do you go do you go yeah do you go this week or whatever rotate it to something else um so yeah there's that yeah being realistic and if if things need to be rotated you don't need to do everything all at once yeah dope cool i think mo has survived the hot seat hot seat cool all right let's get into the topic for today or maybe the, the jump off to jump off conversation and then we'll see how we move through the minutiae and all of that. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's how you use that word, but <laughs> great. He used it right. He used it right. Yes. Cool. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Peter's looking confused. I think I know who it is. Was she like a like a one or six and park person? Who? Everyone knows Kiki Palmer. She was in Nope. She was a sister in Nope. I haven't watched Nope. Of course not. Yeah, I think I know her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kiki Palmer. Everyone except Peter knows Kiki Palmer. I know her. I know her. You I don't. I did. I know. She's oh, in shut up. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Drea. Don't stop the pain for me. You're married to me, babe. You're on my side. I'm respectful to you. I'm not married to people. You tell me to drive. No, the time. This is just It's just abusive, Robert. <laughs> it's not abusive. If, nah, they were, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things okay. twice if you need help. I know, right? I know. <laughs> Why do you think I'm keeping off camera today? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's not. Hey. <laughs> hey, your reaction wasn't helpful either. Your reaction wasn't helpful. Anyway, we're not talking about my wife. We're talking about Kiki Palmer. So I don't know if you saw a few months ago, she was having a bit of a, a snafu. Yeah. Baby basically, daddy. Yeah. So basically, one night, she decided to go out wearing a very risque dress, which was belly dress. You know, 
It was it was very see through polka dot. You could see the butt cheeks and all of that stuff. So she's wearing that. She's wearing that. Wearing that. She goes to the club having a good time. Usher's there. Usher Raymond. Hey. And then she sees her. They hug, and then they're holding each other, dancing, and he's singing to her, and she's singing on the microphone. All of that. All of that. All of that. All of that. Having a good time. Now, uh, you probably don't know about Peter, but she had a child recently, and I think, and she was still with the, the baby's father, right? Yes. And then, so there was a picture, no, there was, there was like a video of her dancing with Usher, going along, going on social media and all that. And then he replies to one of the pictures, saying, it's the outfit though. You were mom. And so he posts that, gets a little backlash, saying, calling him insecure, all of this stuff. He's a hater, all of that, all of that. You know, slay, 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 kiki, all of that stuff. And then he replies, saying, We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and get. And gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to which I believe. I rest my case. So that happened. Mm. They broke up. They broke up over that. Yes. Over that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. And then, just yesterday, ho. Oh, New music video comes out by Usher. Kiki Palmer in the video. What was the what's the song called? Boyfriend. Boyfriend. It was basically a song taking shots. Let me even see if I can find some of these lyrics. The LA um, LA Times has a article. Uh, yeah, which and where was. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? He's like somebody said. Okay, here's here's the chorus. Somebody said that your boyfriend's looking for me. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, he should know that I'm pretty easy to find. Just look for me wherever he sees you. <laughs> and so that video came out it's currently sitting on 1.8 million views as it would and, be and you know if if you go through the comments everyone's like yes slay queen oh this is how you this is how you flip a moment all of this and all of this all of this stuff so i'm here i'm you know i've i've i've, I've watched this 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 timeline of events Everyone thinking that Kiki has got one over on this guy. And about, I'm, I'm just here thinking, <laughs> so you've broken up with the father of your child. That's domestic abuse, Sorry. actually. Sorry. So you've broken up with the father of your child. Granted, you shouldn't go to social media to talk about, to, to, to be saying what he was saying, you know? Do that behind closed doors. He said, he said what he said, they broke up. And now you're empowered, you're, you're feeling empowered doing videos with Usher who will not be thinking about you after he's finished. And and, and this is seen as, as a victory. And I felt like I missed something. So I thought maybe you guys could explain it to me. Hmm. How can we explain it to you? <laughs> So, from my, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's so, it's so petty, man. So, obviously, when people kind of start off in the film stuff, they're, they're kind of given innocent roles. So, I remember Kiki from Aquila and the Bee, which is a spelling bee film. This is like years ago. Um, where 
Kiki plays this little girl who gets onto the national spelling bee stuff and like it's soaring, but it's still within like Jim Crow America. And so they didn't want a black girl to win. So I think they, they do a madness or something like that. So she can't win, but by virtue of her getting to the place that she's at, um, people from her neighborhood and stuff like there's a real sense of achievement in the neighborhood and people kind of start striving. And so there's almost this innocent background from perceptions anyways. And obviously as you kind of become more and more famous, (sighs) Miley Cyrus, um, things kind of develop, blah, 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 blah. So like, I don't know. Cause the garm she was wearing at the thing was very revealing, as as Robert said. Um, it was legit but... like see through, see through polka dots. You can see the thong, you can see the bra, you can see all of that stuff. And then you're there dancing with Usher. These times we know that Usher's been giving man chlamydia and them things there. Herpes. Um, herpes, that's it. You can't get rid of the herpes. Chlamydia no. <laughs> can get rid of herpes, you can't get rid of. Like Usher's been Usher's been donating herpes. So um Hey, say allegedly, please. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> my, my thing is, yeah, my thing is as well. It's like firstly, she's not living up to whatever stand standards or values that we're holding to. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever standards she is holding herself to, she thought that that was um that was okay. Clearly, she's not living to the standards that her baby dad has. Still thinking that that's okay. Now, that's a conversation for indoors, not for tour. So that's where he flopped. But obviously, it's a case of what she did was made public. It may it may have been a case of he was he was getting moved to by a man them talking about. Oh, right, what is that? Your gal? Yeah, is that what? Is that what she's doing? Yeah. So he may have felt some type of way to respond publicly in a way that these things were done publicly. But that that should be a conversation had between the two of you rather than having a conversation out on Twitter. But the move to be in Usher's video with them bars there like that, fam, that's, that's a petty thing. That's yeah, and so people are seeing it as a victory. It's, it's not a victory. It's like, not. It's like not. your family it, it, is now broken. It is a victory if what you're looking for is another child growing up in a broken home. That's that's what I was about to say, and that seems to be what society wants. You know, um, um, I know her from Sister Act. By the way, she's in Sister Act three, so I have seen it before. Sister Act three. Who who watched who watched after one? <laughs> No, no. Support. Sister Act 2 was good. I've watched Sister Act 2, but I can't remember it. I'd only remember the one. That's one with um, Lauren yeah, Hill. Neither can I. <laughs> neither oh, Sister Act 2 was Lauren Hill. Hill. Yeah. 2 is the best yeah, two's, one. 2 is the Lauren Hill when she's in the school. Yeah, okay. two's the best one. 1 was like she was running away. 2 was where, yes. you know, she actually thinks. And then what was 3? Three? 3 was trying to get some money. I've seen Sister Act 3. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I kick, what kick the habit? I've seen it. I just don't remember it at all. Oh, no, back in black. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. But I know I've uh, seen it. I think Either way. Anyway. Oh no, sorry, I'm lying. I'm completely lying. It's not out yet. It's in production. Oh, they're making it. They're making it. Oh, okay. I am completely lying. Then I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm on IMDb. Yeah, no, I must have presumed she was in Sister Act too. I want IMDb. This guy thought he was ahead of the divers, bro. <laughs> I thought she was like one of Lauren Hill's friends. Like I thought she must have done something in there, but I know the face. Either way, I know the face. Yeah. Question: Was she married to dude, the baby daddy? No, but they were still together. So he isn't her head. Like what? What? What right does he have to comment on her? Like yeah, you had a child together, but you didn't have a child together in any sort of really meaningful union. You know. You know. I'd push back in saying if you're in a relationship, there might not be marriage rules, but there are still rules of engagement 
in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's no, the same, there's no... The, 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 the same way while she was going out with Anita, away from mm-hmm. the girlfriend, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go and kiss another girl or grind another girl because no. of the rules of engagement. Yeah, yeah. But I also Pia wouldn't, wouldn't do that even if he wasn't dating. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't exercise any thought of authority over her. Like what what No, yeah, yeah, but there would still be you you will still have respect for her as your girlfriend. She clearly didn't have respect for him as her huh. as her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, she's got a different definition of respect. True, yeah. So I, I think it's it's interesting because all of these things end up being like, you know, a kid's, so I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Christian. I'm going to go back to the Christian values. Like, kids, gifts from God, yes, but, you know, supposed to be in the, in the security of marriage, you know, of yeah. there being a God-ordained, you know, covering. The man, head of the house, covering his wife. And then I think I can express... Oh, maybe I, I I don't. Then we can have a discussion about our standards, you know, and we can have us because we need to hold the same standard. But if there isn't, then you know she can do whatever she wants, and she did whatever she wants. I don't think he's wrong, and it's still doing whatever she and it's still doing whatever. I don't think he's wrong in saying he doesn't like it. My thing is, where does he get the where where does he base those moral standards on, like? He wasn't married to her. Like, why? Is... No, no, yeah, he was, but he, yeah, he but... was the one laying down the pipe. No, but no, but just because you're not married to someone doesn't mean that there's there's no moral standards. Just in the same way, me and you are not married. There's still moral standards between me and you. No, the... <laughs> there's still expected standards between the two of us. You know? Yeah, because we we subscribe to the same. We're subscribed to a greater source of those moral standards. What do you mean? We have moral standards based on, I, I want to believe, biblical b- biblical principles. Yes, yeah, but but the, but then there are some things that there's, 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 there's like such a respect you can have for someone even if you don't have the same moral standard as them. So let me ask you this. Why does it matter that she's a mum if she's... Like, why, why? where does he get that from? That she's a mum, she shouldn't be revealing. I think it's because she's a mother to his child. Yeah. Yeah. But wh- why, why, why? Like... And you know, it, it's... When, when it comes to the world... And especially in this new movement of female empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, fam, the rule books have been thrown out. Yeah. Literally, the rule books have been thrown out. Um, and anything, it, it almost seems as though anything that deems to be quenching a woman's um, expression of self, regardless of whatever mm-hmm. that is, is deemed as negative, is deemed as toxic, is deemed as oppressive. Um, it was even even nice e- even if it's even if it's um, trying to defend or highlight a sense of morality or trying to be like yo like like your bodies aren't just things to be gawked at. Um, it's seen as being oppressive. But but it's where, my how body, can you I can come do whatever to that I want conclusion? So how can you come to that conclusion that your body isn't just a thing to gawk at? Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying exclusively from I, I don't know actually. You know, to be fair, I don't know if these people subscribe to any sort of religion yeah. or any anything. Yeah. But my question is, outside of that, how do you come to that conclusion that the female body should be more than a thing to gawk at? Like, where do you, where, where, where do you drive that that from? You know. So on on the one hand, I'm making a point that. If you're going to be in a relationship with someone, have kids with them, like I don't see how you can take a moral high ground. I don't see how, right? Mm. In the first instance. In the second instance, <laughs> I think Usher's just staying true to his lyrics. I said, don't leave your girl around me. <laughs> she play it for real. 
That's my nigga for real. <laughs> so, I I think it's you know it's yeah, it's I mean it can't be you don't you don't really get this coincidentally. It's evidently it's. it's it's throwing shots, and so if, if oh, shots yeah, are facts. fired, facts. then it facts. is a victory. She her, her shots landed, and well, where is he? So yeah, it's unfortunate. But again, it's to me speaks to the erosion of the of the family, the erosion of the mm. family unit. Mm-hmm. It speaks especially to, the black family units. I, don't, I I didn't even want to go down there, but yeah, it speaks to the um the 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 the. It, it, what's it? What's what's the what's it? What's the word when you try and make a man feel less than emasculation? Yeah. Emasculation of yeah. of the the man, you know, and it's it's chaos. And who is the king of chaos? It's it's the devil. And I think that's it's just him doing what he's gonna do. Yeah, and it's 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 very interesting even in in like just reflecting as you as you rightly said it's like unfortunately the person who is likely to suffer the most is the child yeah Yeah. um growing up in a in a broken household um now your parents may be able to throw all the money they have at you but it's not going to replace the presence of a loving father it's not going to replace the presence of a loving couple as your parents mm-hmm. um, and the impact that that has on you. Um, you're going to grow up knowing that your daddy left mommy because mommy was moving mad in a dress somewhere else. And daddy was trying to be like, yo, your 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 mother to, to me. And them lot had a backlash over that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, especially, however, they just help- in addition to that, especially if they yeah. aren't able to reconcile and sort yeah. of, do some sort of i don't know co-parenting thing you know if there's that tension there that's all the more detrimental to the kid yeah yeah i'm like go co-parent so, yeah. with usher pagan <laughs> so yeah it's it's, it's it's interesting mad i broke up a family um <laughs> yeah so so that there is that and i think like he 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 has no yeah i don't know i don't i don't think within the society that we live in he's been given much space to to speak out on her not that he's been given he doesn't have much space Mm. to speak out on what she does Mm. um which is an interesting slippery slope for morality and stuff where there's there's no accountability there's no standard there's almost there's there's a a push towards freedom but not actually defining what this freedom is is oh you're free to do whatever you want to do so long as it's not hurting anyone uh uh i mean eve thought that the apple would would is good for food does look good for good to the eyes and will give her wisdom it's not going to hurt anyone we're all living the result of her thinking is not going to hurt anyone. And and the erosion of any sort of moral standard within a society is detrimental to everyone. It does hurt everyone that we don't have standards and we don't have, you know, we we don't have the idea of modesty or actually the idea of modesty is frowned on. Like it it doesn't help anyone that you're to just go and flaunt your body out like that. It's like, no, have some some decorum, you know? Yeah. Even get paid uh, for come it. Like, like, you know, come like, like, like transformation church pastor. Because <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, these also become the idols, the standards, yes. the yes. things that young women start looking yes. up to. And like, oh, I've got, I can slay. I want to slay. And it's like, no, oh, yeah, but I'm a vampire slayer. What's going on? Like, you see, <laughs> you see, um, Spotify rat. Where mm. it tells you your most listened songs at the end of the year, yeah. Mm. So I was going through Spotify Wrapped with my eldest daughter, and her most played song was WAP for the whole year. 
So, bro, so and I see this on a bus. Me and her are on a bus. I see this, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then she's like, oh no, it was a TikTok dance and this and that. And I'm just like, nah, this has got the E on it. Like, it's not the clean version. This. Bro, even if the song, even if the words bleeped out, the message is still there. Um, but it is exactly as you said, like these individuals, because there's both men and women, are becoming the role models for the next generation. Mm. Regardless of whatever household you come from. Unfortunately, yeah. they're they're going to their their music and their influence is going to seep into different places, yeah. and so they are becoming the the influences of the next generation. And it's just like, realistically, how do we navigate um, establishing principles and morals that aren't bent, like aren't tossed to and fro with with every wind of doctrine, as the Bible will say. It isn't bending to every new notion, every new trend. And yeah, but it's, it stands firm in a truth that spans the ages. Yeah. That how, how do we navigate that? Um, how do you think, because I guess like we are where we are because the, shall we say, the wide path looks a lot more interesting looks a, a lot more shiny and ooh, excited mm. let's go over there is there any way that we can make the narrow path seem more interesting or less quote-unquote boring you see but that, that's the problem is if boring is safe why why make that interesting like why mm. make that that doesn't need to be dressed up this is this is like at the end of the day we're not talking we're not just talking about oh this seems fun and this isn't fun we're talking life and death like let's be real like we are talking life and death we are talking god has prescribed one way the enemy wants us to do go another way so i don't think it's so much trying to make one seem more appealing i think it's recognizing what we're dealing with like if we do recognize this life and death then i don't really care like it's more fun to go and put your hand on a on an oven. It's like, what's going to happen? It's exciting. No, it's not. It's not. Well, it, it's not until you try it. But then, like, it's the the alternative is boring. Otherwise, the alternative is just stay away from the flame, right? Mm. So it doesn't really. I I don't think it's so much. How do we make this more appealing? I think it's we need to recognize what we're actually dealing with. We need to recognize that this is life and death. And and like with that sort of urgency, you know, bring bring up our kids with that in mind. I'm not just asking you to um, to to subscribe to this faith. Um, I am trying my very best to ensure your life is saved. Now I know I'm not doing a saving, but I understand by virtue of my faith. Uh, what's her name? Oh, she was in Black Lightning. Uh, so who? Nicki Minaj? Absolutely not. I'll never use her as an example. Um, I think it's China. Is her name China? Black China? No, no, no. Not Black No. You guys are race fan. No. Um, it's... The way Peter said no, does it? No, no, no. It's an, it's an actress that was in... Um, she's, she's, a young, she's a young actress anyway she's, she's Christian and she gave a really good um, illustration if I know there's a snake in the backyard and I come from the backyard it's not a matter of the backyard is more exciting it's a matter of I don't want you to go into the backyard because there's a snake there right? I'm trying to save your life and so I think we need to just know that have that urgency it's, it's, it's not a matter of appealing or not it's a matter of life and death and, and and present it as such, I think. Well, if you say that, I think that Christian should stop doing Christian rap and Christian drill then. No. I think it's no, also that, why that. they don't do the, the worldly thing. Because Bizzle, Bizzle said, you know, if you wanted to, to go the other side, it's easier to do that. 
it's easier to talk about the random stuff. It's easier to do. There's difference between artistry. Yes, you you are ex, you know you're doing your artistry. There's difference between presenting something to God, and recognizing the, the 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 wide path from the narrow path. And wow, you'd be surprised looking at some of these people. What's Uncle Kirk? <laughs> Relax, on Uncle Kirk. I'm just saying. Some sometimes I just turn off the volume on on, on some of these Christian songs. You can't even tell it's Christian. Someone dubbed over, um, I think it was Bump and Grind or something, to Kurt Franklin's Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you would not have known the difference. <laughs> you would not have known the difference whatsoever. Um, yeah, it, it, it's... We can't, we can't hold the world to, to godly standards. Mm-hmm. We can't. That's one thing we just can't do. Um, they don't have the means to live up to godly standards in that they don't have the Holy Spirit. And even if they are able to live up to some some notion of morality, they then we're then presenting workspace righteousness, mm-hmm. which isn't something that we're trying to present. And so we can't hold them to a to a sense of morality that they haven't um, confessed or they haven't yeah profess that this this is the standard that i live by if they are oh, yeah i'm a christian cool let's sit down let's do a bible study yeah first was it first peter do not let your adornment be an outwardly thing like mm. let it be the inward person that's kind of showing out oh. and there's a um there's also a requirement on mandem to dress in a way that is is honoring god if you're married or honoring your wife Mm. Um, not wearing them grey tracksuit bottoms, honouring your wife. Um, What's wrong with tracksuit bottoms? <laughs> no, grey tracksuit bottoms specifically. Peter, What's you don't It shows off the meat. It shows, yes, the silhouette. It shows off the meat. It highlights it. No, bro, unless you're wearing like Speedos, yeah. You ain't got no meat down there. The bulge is evident. Separates the men from the boys. <laughs> I might have to go and get some great tracksuit. I'm as confident out here, bro. To wear in the house. To yeah? wear in the house. To wear in the house. house. <laughs> I did not realise this was a thing. Fam, you see Peter walking past the knee talking about, I'm going into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, mm. there's a way in which you kind of you're meant to hold yourself in in honor and stuff. Um, but if if from the jump you're not claiming to live by these standards, I can't hold you to them. And if you're having a worldly relationship, bro, man, like the standards of a worldly relationship are crazy. Yeah, especially today with yeah. with swingers open relationships like this is it's 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 just mad Mm. it's just mad and that's only like two examples yeah and so it it, it would definitely have to be a case of again like marriage counseling having a conversation not marriage but couples counseling having conversations and frank conversations with your partner to be like yo like standards like what, how like mutualities, especially if this is a person you see a future with, like a long lasting thing. Um, I mean, now that you've got a kid with her, to at least the child is eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Here's the other thing. Sorry, I I didn't mention. I sort of went off on a tangent earlier, but the other thing about the whole narrow versus wide thing is actually. Like, we can look at the benefits. And the narrow path is actually a lot better. Like, just statistically speaking. In America, I was listening to a statistic about how the most successful marriages end up being for evangelical Christians that were virgins before going in. They also end up having more fulfilling sex. Just statistically speaking, children Mm. raised in such homes end up being, you know, more significantly more successful you know the idea of hope the idea of a confident confi- mm, 
a confident expectation of good is something almost uniquely reserved for religious or even open it up for the religious otherwise if you're just believe if you're just chaos if you're just um luck and chance then what good karma what 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 are you when things go pear-shaped where do you draw hope from outside of Oh, just good feelings and manifest and that's why that's become a thing that's why the, all of that new age nonsense has become a thing you're going to manifest yeah. something because there's a realization of the insufficiency of mm. just living your life as a physical being unrecognizing of the fact that you are you are not just that my hook is built this guy <laughs> yeah yeah anyway before we finish um any tips on arguing well with your spouse um i, I read I, I watched something something said argue gently and i, I that resonated with me because it's like more often than not arguing with your spouse isn't like enemy enemy she's not your enemy you know it's just like we can argue and we can be heated and we can be angry and we can be all of these things but i think it's recognizing that this isn't someone you want to hurt ideally you know, yeah, someone that you want to hurt. Um, and so, you hear that, babe? <laughs> I'm joking. That's, that's that's one one tip for me is like man's throwing out shots while she's sleeping. It's it's not it's not necessary. It, it's not useful yeah. if you're going to argue to to actively try and hurt. And that's like saying like mean things, not related to the issue. It's just like. Well, that's why your beer doesn't connect us. <laughs> you know, like, don't go for those things. Uh, just argue gently, uh, I think I'd say. Yeah. Um, two things come to mind, actually. Uh, one's in line with argue gently. Um, someone that was actually like, when you're arguing with your partner, always have at the back of your mind the question, is this argument worth my marriage? Mm. Um, and that kind of tempers your tongue kind of tempers your perspective like um, my relationship with you is worth more than this than this argument so how do I approach it in a way that reflects that Um, and another thing that I've I've particularly found really helpful because the remembering is this argument worth my marriage in a heated discussion doesn't always work I'm not going (laughs) to Sometimes it feels like it is. Yeah. Fam. You know what? That's like you yes. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like I, I need to prove this point. Yeah. I'm right and I need to prove this point. Um but the, the second thing that I, I, I personally have found really helpful, and it it was from HDB's marriage course. So shout out HDB. And the marriage course is actually free. So if any of you man need like a little refresher for your for your that's like a hookup thing. Um they also have a pre-marriage course. They do have a pre-marriage course as well. Um only thing you may need to buy is just their their notebooks to kind of write things that journals, yeah, as you're going through it. Um but what what they said was um don't view your partner as the problem view it as view the problem as a third entity within the marriage and so it's you and your partner together trying to solve this third entity as a problem as opposed to you're trying to fix or solve your partner Mm. and so you it it removes um the it it removes the what what are you doing peter that was you Oh, what was I doing? Sorry, breathing. My bad. Did you not hear that music playing? Music? No, there's no music here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not crazy. (laughs) I'm not crazy. (laughs) I will not. There was no music here. There was music. There's definitely no music here. I thought I was breathing. I may have been breathing hard. You, you guys are wicked. <laughs> <laughs> There's no music here, sorry. Yeah. 
Same so yeah, viewing it as the the problem is a third entity, mm. and so it almost absorbs each of you from ownership of this in that sense. And you're kind of seeing it as me and you, me and like you and your partner are joining together to solve this problem that is currently present within your marriage. Um, so it, it it should prevent accusations. It should prevent like this this tension and looking at things like oh, you flopped here, you did this or whatever. And it's just like, okay, cool. Like I feel anxious around this or I, I am feeling something around this. Like how do we come together to what, however you guys kind of go through it. But I found that really helpful, really helpful to see it as my partner is not the problem, but there is this problem that me and my partner needs to fix. Mm. Um, that that was a very subtle but very helpful perspective shift so yeah those two things um is this argument worth my marriage and viewing your problems as a third entity within the marriage that you're trying to ideally kick out nice i think for me i think i might just say um try and understand what it is you're trying to get out of this argument or conversation that you're having Mm. um like you can be angry, but but what point is you're trying to get across? That I'm right and she's wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of the time, the way you're actually feeling will be hidden behind another feeling, be it anger, mm. be it something. So you need to dig a bit, and once you do, hopefully you'll calm me down. And. It might not be that you're angry that they left the sink, the, the plate in the sink. It could be that what you're actually angry about is that you feel like you're not being listened to because you asked before, can you, can you do this? And you're trying to get that. You're, that's what you want. I want, you, I want to feel heard in this. Yeah. Um, Got to get through the, through the stuff. Got to get through this. I got to get through this. Well, just to finish, may we never have any ushers or Kiki Palmers in our lives. Can I get an amen? Fam, amen to that. <laughs> amen to that, boy. May the ushers stay in the church. May the Kikis stay in the street. <laughs> may they have no interaction. <laughs> cool. Hookups? Cool, I could go first for hookups. Go um, for it. So one thing that I like doing is uh, watching video game stories. So not the walkthrough, not the play, but the actual story, like the story mode, the mm. whole story. Um, or like the so, cutscenes between them. Yeah, all cutscenes, yeah. Uh, so my hookup is a YouTube channel that does really good, like all cutscene compilations and, and tells full stories called MK Ice and Fire, one word. MK Ice and Fire. So I'm currently re-watching um, Mortal Kombat 11 um, because Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out soon and it's a, mm. uh, I just want to remind myself of the story. Uh, so I'll never play the game but yeah. Are you going to play it? No, I don't, I don't play those <laughs> things. But well, fair warning these end up being like 11 hour things so I end up watching it all like <laughs> Like a month or something in like little thirty minute bites. So yeah. Mm. That's that's my hookup. MK Finish him. Yeah. Animality. We don't have the copyright for this, bro. <laughs> Dude, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was too good of an imitation. Anyway. <laughs> Moses. Um so you know what, yeah, I've been I've been steadily plowing through um Hell's Kitchen, which was my hookup for last week. And with epi- every episode that I watch, I'm like, nah, this is sick. Hell's like, Kitchen doesn't like... Um, Hell's Ramsey. Paradise, sorry, no, Hell's Paradise. I was going to say. I keep saying Hell's Kitchen, but it's Hell's I'm Paradise. Like, what's sick about God and Ramsey assaulting people? <laughs> um, Hell's Paradise, like the anime is absolutely sick. Um, yeah, absolutely sick. Um, but I can't hook it up two weeks in a row, so I'm not gonna do that. 
Um, so in line with this conversation, I'm going to just do HDB marriage course, mm. um, pre-marriage or marriage course, depending on where you're at. Um, yeah. Cool. And I might actually also hook up for those who are searching for a spouse. Um, a reading plan that Robert was reading, actually. Um Pray before your prey. Jeez. Cool. I haven't read it, so I can't vouch for it, but what I said it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Okay, my hookup, a bit left field. It's a song. Boyfriend by Asha. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, so it's actually a song from Metoda the Musical. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, the film itself wasn't the best. It wasn't anywhere near as good as the original. Are you speaking about the Netflix adaptation? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The Netflix one. Funny enough, Leia watched the first 15 minutes and turned it off. <laughs> and Leia is the girl who loves musicals. She's watched Annie, the new Netflix adaptation, no, the new one. She's watched it like at least 20 times. Oh, wow. She can just sit there and just keep watching it and watching it and watching it. 15 minutes into this, she was like, yeah, no, I was dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> Has she watched Hamilton, though? No. But Hamilton is not for her, though. Isn't Hamilton okay, like a 15? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, fair enough. It is, it is maybe more, more adult themes. Yeah, oh. definitely got some adult themes in there. But yeah, so the song is called The School Song. And yeah, it was it was just such... A well-crafted song like when you listen to it, you understand like like the wordplay and all of it like as as someone who writes i appreciated it very very much cool. yeah i think you guys will, will enjoy it just for like yeah just as writers it was yeah that the motif of how, how they did it it was really really good mm. um yeah shout out to reach for the intro outro music I just searched Hamilton uh, rated 10 plus. Okay. So she's not too far off. Sorry, let's go for it. Okay. Uh, shout out to Rude Music, Hamilton Audrey Razor logo, fans like X, at TBS Furnace, Instagram. <laughs> I've lost it now. You can find Instagram us at, at the Furnace UK. At the Furnace UK. You can email us at TBS. <laughs> You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash like finest no apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps. That's friends with an apostrophe on YouTube on the ordinary amazing. That's right, that's facts. Yeah, and that's it. So, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah.